Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, guys. Welcome. Welcome to our show. Today we discuss about very hot topic. I think anyone can discuss about this topic. It's a trend number one in marketing, in business. So today we are discussing about AI. And even more, we are going to share a new research. And I'm excited to discuss this topic with Vilka Karvali. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to learn more about AI. I remember a few years ago, many marketing experts, specialists told that AI uh, can't beat uh, many experts. Today, I see uh, less specialists can tell this. Of course, uh, AI is developing. And even today, I think AI is uh, in the beginning of the journey. If I remember, like uh, Google uh, started to implement AI in, in 2015, like seven years ago. It's not a lot. And today, all businesses can do AI. I mean, like uh, Google started to uh, implement RankBrain. Uh, it's a al- algorithm that can uh, choose which websites to rank in the top 10. So, yeah, uh, that was uh, launched in uh, 2015. Probably Google started to adapt uh, AI um, earlier before that. Okay, Wilka, before we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background, and why you decided to share with us about your research. Yeah, my experience. Um, so right now, I am a PhD student at the University of Michigan, where I study um, reinforce, deep reinforcement learning, which is um, basically like the deep learning. And I think both of those are pretty popular, so it's probably already well known. But Feel free to ask questions if you don't know what that is. Um, uh, and I'm also like a research scientist intern at DeepMind. Um, but to be honest, like my training was um, in physics. Um, and before I was doing AI, I was uh, pursuing neuroscience. And after I finish my PhD, I will probably continue to pursue neuroscience uh, because I'm, I'm personally interested in um, like human, human learning and uh, generalization. Uh, but that, like many people, has brought me to AI because I think there's a lot of, you know, AI can learn about from can learn from humans and humans can learn from AI or how to model humans can learn from AI research. So nice, nice. Uh, I want to ask one question that my mom want to know, you know, a lot. Uh, is it possible scenario that we have in Terminator or Matrix about AI? Any insights about that just for my mom? Uh, is that possible? Uh, I mean, the ro- I mean, Terminator is probably co- possible, like in a few hundred or thousand years. Um, I think who I would be more nervous about is like our governments. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the same way I'm skeptical of governments with nuclear weapons, I'm also skeptical of governments with like really powerful AI. Um, but in terms of like the AI itself being the center, being the the cause for harm, I think I'm less. Uh, where I'm not really worried about that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I remember what? Yeah, once I uh, spoke with uh, a few um, AI specialists, they uh, work. Uh, yeah, they uh, they're uh, adapting new AI tools to big companies in Zurich uh, and many other uh, uh, countries. And that was interesting. They told me you 
can't imagine how AI is stupid. <laughs> it doesn't mean that AI can replace human being. AI, yeah, can help a lot, help, but uh, they are not ready to think like a human. Okay, Vilka, uh, let's talk about your research. Can you tell uh, about your research more uh, and why you decided to analyze this topic? Yeah. So as a reminder, I'm interested in human learning and like how humans are able to adapt to new situations, right? So for example, you, like what country are you based in? Right now I'm uh, in Florida, US, in Florida? but actually. So, okay. If you went to the UK, right, where the, where you have to drive on the opposite side of the road, you might take a little bit of practice, but you can quickly adapt to that behavior, even though it's not what you're used to. Um, and humans are really good at adapting the skills that they have to new settings. Um, and so in my PhD, I was interested or I am interested in, um, you know, what, how do we represent the world in a way that enables quickly adapting and how do we quickly adapt? Um, and so that would, that's how I got into deep reinforcement learning. And I've been focusing on kind of like, it's a, it's, I think it's, like the problem of this yeah how do you like discover representations for the environment that enable uh adaptation mm -hmm. nice nice it's interesting you know you mentioned about uh changing habits or learning how to drive for example in uk if you have experience in us and uh, i had this experience in thailand because in thailand it's the same like in uk but you know, many people showed me this one <laughs> on the road. Yeah, uh, it's not like just to switch uh, to a new mode, you know, and you can go ahead. It takes time, you know, to remind that you need to be on yeah. this side. Of the road. Time. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, how do we do that exactly? Okay, can you tell how? Uh, you know, uh, most of my audience are business people. Uh, they're looking for ways how to adapt uh to new technologies how to develop innovate products some of them are looking for ways how to adapt ai with marketing can you tell uh how to start uh learning more about ai uh for example if you do it from scratch today i have a lot of people who yeah. do it from scratch including me because uh, yeah I, I use some tools but uh i can't tell that i'm advanced user with that yeah i mean it, it depends on what level of um, advancement you're looking for. But one thing I actually have a, on my website, I have a link to ML stash brain resources. And it's basically like a GitHub page, which outlines what are, here are, you have the option of online courses, book, like textbooks that go from the initial math you would need from like, let's say an undergraduate, um, all the way to more advanced classes on machine learning, deep learning, and so I actually like like I have a re, like a resource page that you could that people could use, but also it depends on what level of complexity that you're or like what level of technical depth. Um, like there's a senator in the United States who wants to learn AI, so he's enrolled in an undergraduate to do AI and to learn the math and do it. So it's actually like it's good to know what's how it works. Um, I think if you are looking for something less technical um i imagine that uh andrew eng's coursera classes will probably pre would mm -hmm. probably pre be pretty good um 
For reinforcement learning, in terms of something that's broadly accessible to a general audience, I don't know anything, to be honest. I, it, I would guess that Coursera has something, but uh, yeah, but I, I really want to emphasize that it's good to have basic knowledge of the math because, or at least, or, or if not the math, like I highly, highly, highly recommend developing algorithms yourself, like replicating things because a lot of people, because I see this in research, a lot of people have ideas that make no sense. They have ideas that are just are impossible because they don't really understand how it works. And so it really limits them in being in terms of thinking of things that can that they can actually do. So I really, really recommend some practical experience, even if it's if it if it's like small amounts of like simple projects. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's talk about uh, practical experience. Uh, how to do it? Uh, what kind of tools do we need to use and uh, how to uh, to have this practice uh, with uh, specific projects. For example, if I have some projects, I'm going to adopt AI technology. So uh, any insights about that? Yeah, so probably, I think I see one of two things you can do. Thing one is you have, you see there's a textbook on machine learning or deep learning or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you try to and you try to like replicate some of the uh, results in that in that textbook, like a, a plot or something. And those are meant to be simpler. And so like you can do that probably like in a small Python script um, or you can do that with like a paper um, for both of those. You know, I think you can uh, cold email uh, people in the field and ask, hey, mm -hmm. can you give me some advice on doing this? And, you know, there's a 20% chance somebody will say yes and give you advice. And so if you ask enough people, I think you should be able to get advice and be able to do that yourself. Um, but I think definitely just trying to replicate either a result in the textbook, which is meant to be simpler, or um, from a paper. Um, and there's a lot of, yeah, and there are, there are a lot of like existing code bases. So the last point I'll make is, uh, yeah, like there are a lot of existing code bases that have implementations for various, you know, GPT, like, uh, um, who's the guy who ran, um, uh, Tesla, uh, anyways, the, the, the Elon leader, Musk. <laughs> I don't know who the research, uh, lead who left. Ah, I don't know. Well, he has a, a very simple. So code Elon Musk fired him. Yeah. No, no. He left because he wanted to do something else. Um, okay. But he has a very simple code base for like GPT. That's called Nano GPT, and I, that's a great place to start to learn about how it works and to play around and change it. So yeah, those are the three things I recommend: summarizing uh, mm -hmm. yeah. it, replicate paper, replicate textbook, or work off of a simple code base on GitHub. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and because you know, I found. Uh, if you understand something, you can get much higher results. For example, you, do, you don't need to be an expert. For example, uh, I can't write uh, research about AI. Probably if I spend some time, I can write about marketing, SEO in my field. But about AI, of course, you need to have this knowledge, uh, deep skills. Yeah. But if you understand, then results can uh, come. Because, for example, it's the same why 90% of people can't lose weight. 
no, they can uh, hire the best coach. No, the best coach uh, can tell them the best program. <laughs> but in the end, they need to eat healthy food. They need to train hard to uh, and uh, have other exercises, you know, to lose weight. So if you uh, don't understand uh, the basic, uh, any coach, any expert can help you. So it's better to spend some time. Yeah. And can you tell what can I, give I can... More, can I give one more suggestion? Yeah. So the last yeah. suggestion is you know, you want to learn a little bit about practical experience. You know, if you're a business owner, you probably, hopefully you're, you like have some money at your disposal. I would offer a knowledgeable PhD student or researcher somewhere. I would say, Hey, I will pay you, you know, $70 an hour or whatever, just for like an hour session. If you can just give me help and feedback, uh, because one hour, of feedback from a person who knows about this yeah. will save you like 20 hours. So it's worth it to spend that hundred dollars or whatever. Um, yeah. So yeah. I give. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay. Can you tell what AI can do today? Uh, because, you know, uh, we all know about ChatGPT that can write text for you. you now you can ask anything and this tool usually writes, I check out, I analyzed and um, yeah, that's great. But uh, of course, it's better to edit manually. Uh, this tool is not golden button when you click and you got everything. Of course, it takes time. We've edited, we've uh, provided something new, but you can have the frame, you can have some uh, text that you need. So uh, what about other features that AI can help businesses today? For example, to develop innovative products or anything else about that. How can AI help people build businesses today out update you, products what do you mean uh, update products i mean like develop in the way products yeah to well i mean this reminds me of an exam i mean so i i'll be honest with you i am really much more on the research end of things so okay, i'm not ahead. very knowledgeable about that i have one example in memory that i can give but that's you know probably it mm -hmm. so i was watching a talk um yesterday by uh Satya Nadella, the CEO of Microsoft, mm -hmm. and uh, a developer in India has leveraged ChatGPT to um, uh, improve how the how people in India can um, submit forms for farming and business to the government. So basically, India has many languages, right? Like in, in India, there's like in the US, we have everyone speaks English, maybe Spanish. But in India, there's like, I think, dozens of languages. And but the government forms, I think, are in a subset of those languages. So a developer uh, did further training on ChatGPT uh, with all of the forms and like lots of like, I guess, cross lingual thing between all the languages. And what this allows is a random farmer in India can then like set up forms, et cetera, in their native language and submit it to the government, um, which you know, it makes um, uh, business needs more accessible to like the whole population, not just the highly educated who know how to read those forms, et cetera. Um, even actually just mm -hmm. filling out the forms, right? Like I can say like, oh, this is my information. Can you just fill out all the things that are needed in the form? Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, that's an example. I, I, I tested, uh, for example, translation uh, and compared results on Google Translate and ChatGPT. 
uh, we translated English text to Ukrainian and Russian language because we understand these languages. So we analyze what we can fix. And, uh, you know, uh, chat GPT mm -hmm. translates much better, much better really? than Google Translate. That's, yeah, yeah. That's surprising. Okay. Be, be, you know, it's interesting because Google Translate uh, uses uh, AI as well, uh, according to Google. But uh, chat GPT, yeah, does much better. Uh, and, you know, uh, I, I can feel that uh, after Google Translate, we need to spend some time with editing because... Uh, uh, I feel like, you know, ChatGPT can understand the meaning, not only to translate words, quotes, uh, sentences. Uh, and yeah, we can see that uh, this tool can understand uh, the meaning of the what? text. Oh, the meaning? Is it the meaning or the meaning? For example, for example, if I uh, type on Google Translate, uh, I uh, fly to school. It doesn't mean that I'm using airplane to fly to school, yeah, but yeah. Google can translate like, uh, yeah, I, I fly, you know, but ChatGPT can write like uh, I, uh, I run, I go, I drive anything. So, yeah, right? amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Yuka, yeah. let's talk more about your research. What kind of goals you had uh, to do this research and uh, how this research Research can help you to go ahead, you know, uh, on uh, yeah. uh, learning about AI. Yeah. So, what kind of goals? Um, so, uh, just to give you some context, um, I am probably going to um, be doing a postdoc after my PhD uh, in a psychology department um, at mm -hmm. Harvard, um, and so I'm really going to be leveraging what I've learned in AI to form theories for how the mind, for how humans like learn and adapt new situations and um, how can this help me? Um, so uh, a, a, a broadly known fact is that um, the brain uses um, reinforcement learning to learn behavior. Um, there's actually a um, error called temporal difference learning, um, which is basically, you know, you predict how much reward you're going to get in the future, and then you experience the reward you get, and then you use a difference of the experience and the prediction to learn, okay, like, actually, I, I did better or worse than expected, and use that to learn behavior. Um, that's already been implicated in the brain in dopamine. Dopamine is actually computing this prediction, this temporal difference error. Um, and so... Um, this is what powers modern deep reinforcement learning. Um, and so like this really exciting results um, on the, like uh, playing Atari using this and et cetera. So I'm hoping to um, uh, expand this line of work um, to understand, uh, yeah, like, you know, we make predictions about the future, right? And we see, when we observe the future and then there's, an, there's a difference. Like what do we do predictions over um, and that help us you know, adapt behavior. Mm -hmm. I'm interested how is accurate all these predictions. You know, let me share my story. Once I decided to uh, get data from AI tools about stock price and about crypto price. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I even bought some stock. And, you know, uh, and uh, the prediction was good. You know, the price... Uh, should mm -hmm. be going up, but <laughs> that was dropped, <laughs> you know. So, uh, of course, I don't put all 
exit long basket uh, just analyzed okay I lost some money but you know that was interesting that I got it you can't rely to any predictions you know including experts including AI because nobody knows exactly but anyway yeah. we need to understand how it's accurate uh, we predict just uh, of course we have some duration between wrong and right uh, from your experience how it's accurate to predict something in a with AI yeah I mean this reminds me of like I'm thinking of context I think um, like for stocks for example like if you're just gonna if you're just gonna use the history of the stock to predict the future of the stock like that's probably not gonna work because there are all these like latent factors that are important so these things we don't know yeah. about or that are not in the signal that are important for that prediction. And so if you want, I mean, to be honest, like what chat GPT does is probably more like more likely to work where you just, you know, you want to, let's say you're predicting stock, you know, you, this is going to be very hard by the way. So whoever does this is going to be just like, it's so expensive to do this, but you really want to input as context, political news, like social news, you want to, you know, what are the patterns of the company? You have to, you have to put all this information as the context for the prediction of, you know, individual stocks. Um, and that's just like a really complex, uh, that's a, a lot of data to have as context. Um, but I think you need that. You need a, like the right context to get a good prediction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I need to read how this tool works, AI tool. Probably it's not only about the past uh, data, uh, but I'm not sure. I don't know. Uh, pro, uh, you know, I think uh, I can. Uh, <laughs> it depends. You know, for example, uh, of course, uh, it's not a hundred percent the right data, but uh, probably I got like one two percent <laughs> of the wrong decisions. <laughs> okay, welcome. I have the question about. Uh, uh, you, uh, the future of AI. You know, I still get the question. Uh, what kind of future will be because we are in the beginning of this journey AI can replace many occupations jobs today and uh, you know I have some students in my network they are asking what to do what kind of occupations we can choose because if AI can replace us tomorrow it takes like five years you know to learn some subject and who knows so any insights about that that's a great question to be honest yeah, I mean, this is something that I'm definitely nervous. I don't think that AI can replace humans right now, but I do think that in the next five or 10 years, AI is going to reduce the number of workers we need for a particular job, right? So for example, um, if I am writing articles, um, before we would need, I don't know, 100 people to write, 100 art to write articles for business. And I mean, there's 100 people. But I think now because you can edit, edit more quickly and iterate more quickly, you might just need 10 people. Um, where AI sucks, like where, where AI is terrible, is anything that involves uh, dexterous manipulation. So we're really good at like generating text, generating images, generating video. We're, pretty, we're okay at that, but we're getting better. But where we completely suck is anything that involves like making things physical in the world. So I think all of those jobs are very safe. Um, mm -hmm. And I think for a lot, because we're not very close to that, to be honest. <laughs> so, you know, like ironically, you know, I think people who, 
you know, write newspaper articles will lose their jobs before plumbers. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, yeah. And like, yeah, so I, I don't, yeah. So basically things that involve manipulation, like physical manipulation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you know, let's talk about writing more because, you know, uh, I think today AI can write great text, uh, but, um, uh, I analyze not only me, my name, other specialists, they check out and, uh, we can feel like a uh, lack of, uh, new insights. It's like rewriting, you know, of existing information. Of course, AI can find data, rewrite it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, of, uh, experts, what they need to do to add this data, new insights, you know, yeah, it takes time. But, uh, what do you think, uh, AI can, uh, develop? In some time to write uh, to add new insights not only about rewriting i mean like to create something new that uh human being didn't create before oh i i think we're nowhere near that to be honest yeah we have we are like ai is not capable of discovering new things so i mean for example like only one civilization in all of history invented writing Right, like inventing new things is really, really challenging. It's like it just—it almost never happens. Um, and the way that we do AI now, like all the AI that's really popular and famous in the news, it works by just copying and slightly changing massive amounts of human data. But we don't like in terms of discovering new skills, new tools. Like all of that AI basically doesn't work um i mean it does work but that's like that's it's really research like it's you know we're at a conference and it's like a small setting and we really don't know how to invent new things um yeah yeah okay guys i agree i think you know ai can replace mediocre writers who don't want to spend time with research that's most right i mean that's i hate to say it but if even before ai a lot of the like shows we see on netflix like it's it's not the highest quality and so i think now you're just going to need less people to produce the same amount of content um but that's a lot of the workforce is doing that so yeah yeah love it love it okay uh i have the question about mistakes can you list common mistakes that people still do by adopting ai technologies and uh, any insights how to find a much better way? <laughs> Common mistakes. I yeah. Any any mistakes? Okay. Let's imagine they adopt uh, data from your research. What kind of mistakes they can do by adopting data? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think I have a good answer. I think the only thing that I that is that I would guess is that people overestimate how well AI is going to generalize outside of the data that it was used to train on. Um, and I would guess that, you know, you see the big fancy results by OpenAI or DeepMind and you see how it generalizes and you're like, wow, this is so powerful. But, you know, they spent like $100 million to train that model. And then you spend, I don't know, 
$30,000 to train your model with a lot less data. It's much smaller. And it's just not going to, it's not going to work the same way. Um, and so I would guess that people probably overestimate um, how well mm -hmm. AI can generalize. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I want to ask some questions. Of course, it depends, but um, I still get this question. Uh, what do you think? Chat GPT, because Bing is going to adapt chat GPT to the search results on Bing. And someone claimed that uh, it's a Google killer. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's CEO really useful. Of, it's very, I, I like it. Yeah, no, it's, it's very, I mean, killer, I don't know, but it's, yeah. So sorry, go on. Yeah, it's really hard to, to kill this uh, big company that have a lot of uh, specialists on this field, you know, who have experience. Uh, even CEO of ChatGPT uh, replied to this question. Uh, you think it's possible to overcome Google with all these resources, smart people on this team? Uh, no, we can just take some part of the trade, you know, but <laughs> not over to overcome Google. Uh, what do you think? Uh, if we are talking about search results, can people change habits, you know, to uh, ask chat, chat yes. GPT or any others? Yes. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because I mean, I think the the thing is, it's like if it was shifting from Google to like DuckDuckGo or Bing, I think probably no. But the, I think the difference for, for ChatGPT is that, or for this kind of conversational agent is it's a dialogue. So with Google, I look up something and I get a list and I have to like look through the list and see what's going on. But I'm yeah. a human and humans, like what, like there are thousands of years of uh, evolution have led me to really feel natural talking to a person. And so with ChatGPT, it's actually shifting to a conversation, which I think is going to be easier and more enjoyable for people. So I, I actually think that the like the it's not going to be changing habits. It's going to be just like finding a more enjoyable way to get answers for the things you're looking for, which mm -hmm. is going to be more rewarding and I think lead to high adoption. Yeah, got it. Okay, I have the final question about you know what's Bill Gates uh, replied to the question, what to learn today? For example, if students want to learn, and he told AI. Yeah, if he started from scratch, he probably learned AI. So let's imagine you have no experience, no skills, anything. You started from scratch. How would you learn AI today? Honestly, and this is the mistake I made, and I, I'm paying the consequences. But I think if you want to learn AI today, I would definitely make sure to um, have my foundations be good, which are going to be probability, statistics, linear algebra, um, and optimization. Like those are just so important. I cannot stress that enough. Um, and and that's just four courses. That's just four courses. But those four courses. Oh, and calculus. Calculus. Um, so I, I would say do that, like, make sure you do those. Um, one thing though, like it's 2023, I think a lot of schools are starting data science or AI majors. And so I think that will actually be um, a good route because like traditionally you'd have to do computer science 
and most of computer science is kind of like not that related to this part of AI. So I think now you don't have to, you can actually just focus on this part, which is like more math to be honest. Um, but yeah, I would definitely just make sure your foundations are good is my suggestion. <laughs> nice, nice. Awesome. Awesome. Vilka, it's a big pleasure to get on the show, to learn from you. I love your insights because it's valuable even for me. I am pretty sure that my audience will love it as well. Yeah. So tell the best way how to reach out to you, how to learn more about you, how to follow yeah, you. Definitely. Actually, I'm going to just make a quick change. Learn yeah. mathematicians. If you like care less about the math, I think you can get a lot through coding. So mm -hmm. either do that or learn to code and, and pick a language like Python and learn to make projects and be a good coder. Um, yeah. yeah. How can you get to know me? I'm, I'm, on, I'm on Twitter and I'm on, um, uh, my Twitter is uh, CogSciKid, C-O-G-S-C-I-K-I-D. My website is also that. Um, so Twitter, I think, is a great way to like contact me or get to know me. Um, or, and you can also look at my website. Um, my website also has resources for learning uh, machine learning. So I recommend that. Um, I used a, a lot of those myself um, because I was a physics undergrad. So I had to teach myself <laughs> a lot of stuff. But yeah. So just Twitter, um, CogSciKid. Okay, guys, you can find the link to Twitter, to website in the description below. Listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again for your time. A big pleasure. I love all your insights. It's valuable. It's a different angle of that I've learned before, and I like it. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening to us. It's a big pleasure. So you can uh, follow Bilka. You can ask him uh, all questions on uh, Twitter. Uh, open his website, and see you next time. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.